Hi everyone, my name is Johanna, the host of Growing with Joe, where I talk about confidence, self-love, growth, and mindset. My goal is to help young women like myself grow into the best versions of themselves. Thanks for choosing this podcast to listen to, and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, this is my first ever podcast episode. I'm super excited to try this out. I've recently gotten really into listening to podcasts while I'm getting ready for the day, while I'm driving, cleaning my room, or even while I'm working out. I feel like I barely listen to music anymore because I'm always listening to podcasts. So I thought I'd start my own since I have my own thoughts and advice to share. (laughs) I've always been really into social media. I'm pretty active on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and all that jazz. But sitting here, being able to just chill and talk without having to get ready or edit anything is really nice. It's actually a rainy morning where I'm at. So I feel like this is the perfect time to be filming this. But We're just gonna get right into it. Today I'm gonna be talking about five changes that I made in my everyday routine to level up my mental and physical health. These are very simple tasks that pretty much everyone is capable of doing themselves. And by making these changes, I have felt more energetic throughout the day, more motivated, and it really helped with my mental health on days where I just didn't wanna get out of bed. So I hope these tips help you in some kind of way. But the first change that I made in my morning routine was not going on my phone when I first woke up. A lot of us set alarms on our phones in the morning to wake up, and what's the first thing that most of us do after we turn them off? We lay in bed and check social media for 20 to 30 minutes, maybe even more than that. And what you don't realize is that this is setting the tone for your day. Say you check your Snapchat and you're watching your friend's stories of them going out and having a good time last night and you feel left out. Or the guy you're talking to left you undelivered or read. Or you're on Instagram and you're comparing yourself to someone else. Or you're checking the news and something tragic has happened. Whatever the case is, this is most likely going to upset you. You don't want other people's actions or social media to ruin your entire day. So I think it's really important to actually start your day before you check social media and what everyone else is doing. Maybe invest in an actual alarm clock instead of using your phone. I'm sure you could find a cute one on Amazon or Target, a cute little aesthetic one for your room. Or if you don't feel like doing that, you could just turn off the alarm on your phone and then put your phone on do not disturb afterwards, which is what I do. I put mine on focus mode so that I get absolutely no notifications and it only allows calls or texts from certain people in case of an emergency. So I have my mom, my dad, my brother able to get a hold of me. But I think it's really important to actually get up, make your bed, brush your teeth, make a good breakfast, read a book, sit outside, whatever it is that you enjoy doing and start your day unplugged before you flood your mind with everything that everyone else has going on. Every day should be a fresh start. And obviously social media can be really fun to use, but it's important to not let it consume your entire life and dictate your mood throughout the day. This has helped my mental health so much and it's made me look forward to starting my day instead of just laying in bed not being productive and having no motivation. 
So the next change that I made was getting daily exercise. And this doesn't always mean going to the gym and killing yourself, lifting weights, or doing extreme cardio. I mean, you could do that, but this can be whatever you enjoy doing. I personally love getting outside and walking my dog. That way we're both getting exercise. He is very hyper, so he needs the exercise anyway, but it's really nice to just get outside in the sun and get some fresh air. I also have a trail near my house where people run, bike, and walk their dogs. They have a little river there that you can see, which is really nice. And sometimes if I want to switch it up, I'll go to the gym or use the treadmill or spin bike at my house. I've also done some spin classes if that's something you're into and something you can afford. They were so fun. It didn't even feel like I was working out. It felt like I was literally in a club where they played really good music and dimmed the lights, which was so cool. It's called Cycle Bar if it interests you. This is not sponsored at all. I just genuinely really loved going there and I had so much fun. So if a workout class is something that would motivate you and something you're comfortable with, I would strongly recommend that. I love the community there and the people there were so welcoming to beginners like myself, but I used to be someone who did not enjoy exercising at all. I had to force myself to do it every single day. And this was because I was doing extreme workouts and not giving myself rest days. But exercise can be anything that moves your body. And once it becomes a habit in your daily routine, it feels really good and becomes something that you look forward to. You could do something as simple as pulling up a YouTube video or doing yoga or Pilates or walking around your neighborhood, listening to your favorite playlist or podcast. Taking at least 20 to 30 minutes every day to myself to exercise has not only helped my physical health, it's helped my mental health a lot. Exercise releases dopamine naturally and so can being in the sun, which leads to the production of vitamin D, which we all know releases dopamine as well. So both getting outside and getting exercise can help with depression if that's something you're struggling with and it's bettering your physical health as well. So I would strongly recommend doing this if you aren't already. The third change that I made was reading self-help books and listening to self-help podcasts in my free time instead of just going on my phone scrolling mindlessly. If you're listening to this, you're already doing one of them, which is great. I was never really a person who was into reading, especially while I was in high school. But I just realized I just wasn't reading the books that I was into. I was just reading the books that my teachers assigned me to read. But once I discovered the genre that I loved, which was self-improvement, I became a reader. And now I prioritize reading every single day. Same with podcasts. I tried to get into them a couple years ago and I just wasn't super interested. But then I discovered self-help podcasts that I fell in love with. And now I listen to them on a daily basis, like I said earlier. I think it's really important to make time to read and listen to podcasts instead of going on social media because so I feel like social media puts us down a lot. We're constantly being told that we need to look better. We need to be making more money. We need a better house. We need a better job. We need to be traveling more. The list goes on. And the motivation is cool, but it's important to listen to things that will 
motivate you and inspire you and lift you up instead of watching things that will make you feel bad about yourself or make you feel like you're not good enough or you're not doing enough. Every time I listen to a podcast or read a book about self-help, I feel really inspired to take on the day instead of going on social media where sometimes I feel like crap. And I'm sure most of us have experienced this feeling online. Something that I've also been wanting to get into is affirmations, if that's your sort of thing. Maybe listen to daily affirmation podcasts. I know I've seen plenty of YouTube videos and podcasts on that topic. You could start with writing daily affirmations in a journal. It's just really important to fill your mind with positivity. I do have an Amazon storefront where I have some of my favorite books linked if you guys want to check it out. It's linked in my Instagram profile, which is at Hannah Coopy. You don't have to if you don't want to, but just a suggestion if you want to get into reading or find some new books. But yeah, taking at least 30 minutes to read every day really helps my mental health and gave me motivation on days where I didn't have any. And I'm not saying you need to read a novel a week. If you're a beginner, you could start with 10 pages a day in the morning for daily motivation. But this was one of my favorite changes that I made in my daily routine. So the fourth change that I made was eating cleaner and drinking enough water. You guys, before, (laughs) my diet was completely awful and I was drinking one bottle of water a day, if even. I was eating within my calorie maintenance, but the foods that I was eating had no nutritional value whatsoever. You know, we're always told that when you eat better, you feel better, but I never really believed that until I started doing it myself. For breakfast, I was eating sugary cereals with iced coffee that was loaded with creamer and sugar. For lunch, I was having little snacks that didn't fill me up and weren't healthy, like chips. And for dinner, I would just eat whatever my parents made. I looked healthy, but I felt like crap all the time. I was tired and had no energy to do anything. I was also hungry all the time because I was just eating unhealthy snacks instead of foods with protein that would actually fill me up. And I'm not saying that you need to completely cut out junk food. It's completely fine to eat in moderation, but eating foods that actually give you energy and nutritional value will make such a difference and will make you feel way better. I started swapping out unhealthy breakfast foods for eggs or smoothies in the morning. For lunch, I started eating salads with chicken or other meats on them for protein so that they would fill me up. When you cut out all the processed junk food for natural organic food, your body will thank you. Drinking water, like I said, was a huge problem for me. I think this was another reason why I felt so tired all the time was because I was dehydrated. You're supposed to be drinking a gallon of water a day and I wasn't even close to that. I wasn't even halfway there. So I decided to download this app called My Water. This also is not sponsored, but it's an app that helps you keep track of how much water you should be drinking throughout the day. You just log in like how much you're drinking. But once I downloaded this app, I realized how little I was drinking. So I decided to get one of those giant water bottles. I found mine on Amazon. And as soon as I started drinking a gallon of water a day, my skin cleared up and I had so much more energy. If you're not a big water person like me, 
You could also switch it up by drinking sparkling water or flavored water. I know sometimes I have a hard time like downing a gallon of plain water a day. It's just hard for me. But these two things made a huge impact on my physical health. All right. So the last change I made to better my mental and physical health was making sure that I was getting enough sleep at night and keeping a regular sleep schedule. Before, I did not prioritize my sleep at all. There were some nights where I was staying up on my phone watching TikToks until 4 a.m. and feeling like a zombie the next day. I'm sure some of you can relate. Other nights, I was going to sleep at 9 or 10 p.m. And I was just never keeping a regular routine. If you didn't know already, poor sleep is linked to depression, inflammation, and an unhealthy immune system. While I was getting no sleep at all, I did recognize that I was feeling depressed and I had no motivation to do anything because I was so tired. I was also getting sick a lot and I didn't realize that my lack of sleep like had an impact on my immune system. Some things that helped me get more sleep at night were reading before bed instead of going on my phone. That way I'm not tempted to stay up later than I should at night. And another reason why I try not to go on my phone before bed is because of blue light. If you don't know what blue light is, it's the light emitted from your phone that can actually lead to eye strain. Um, it actually restrains the production of melatonin in your body, which makes it more difficult to sleep. So try to avoid going on your phone before you go to bed as much as possible. Sleep schedule-wise, realistically, if you normally go to bed super late and you can't see yourself automatically switching to an earlier time, maybe try going to sleep 30 minutes earlier each night. So say you go to bed normally at 2 a.m. and you want to start going to bed at 10 p.m. and have that as your regular sleep schedule. Tonight, try to go to sleep at 1.30 a.m. and tomorrow go to sleep at 1 a.m. and continue that. This helped me slowly improve my sleep schedule, and now I have a regular routine. My body's starting to get used to that routine, so normally I wake up at the same time before my alarm even goes off. It's just nice to have a routine so that you don't feel out of it all the time like I did. My body knows now when to wake up and when it's time to go to sleep. So that was the last tip that I had. I hope this episode helped you in some way. I know these changes are really simple and common sense, but they do make a drastic change in your overall mental and physical health. Um, they can really help with depression if that's something you are struggling with. Um, at least it did for me. So that's going to be it for today's episode once again, thanks for taking the time and choosing my podcast to listen to. If you'd like to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Hannah Coopy. I want to have a regular posting schedule and start posting weekly. I think I'm going to aim for every Tuesday. So feel free to follow and or leave a rating and I'll see you next week, hopefully on Tuesday. Bye.